know what this what this is or why it would say cameras and VCRs prohibited because <laughs> it's from 2012. Damn. And I and I also don't know what it was either. Oh, it doesn't so. say what it is. Well, it says American Spirit Home for the. So spit of <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's sponsored. It's a holiday show sponsored by American Spirit. It's like the Rockettes, but there's this big, big cigarette. <laughs> the cigarettes. Ah! There you go. Um, that is so strange. I don't know. Yeah, but it must be a long show if it's sponsored by American Spirit. Oh, yeah. I just, I've just heard. <laughs> about that. Yeah, long, long smoke time on those. Uh oh, printed uh -oh. receipt. <laughs> oh, this was um, going to Downstream Casino Resort to see BB King. Ooh, uh, kind of a tragic, ultimately performance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it was. I think we sh I I should look up when he died because this was not to be too morbid, but yeah, this was. Saturday, April 5th, 2014, which I think was a few months before he he, pa he passed on, unfortunately. Um, and of course, my internet is not working. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, you're good. Okay. May 15, 2015. May 14, 2015. Okay, so... so we like a year later. Now. A year later. I don't think I have any direct... I shouldn't feel guilty about that yeah, anymore. You're not the... You're not the <laughs> Uh, the people who booked RBG at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. And she died like a month later. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, she was just sitting there like officiating this little <laughs> wedding like a, like, a, like a tiny little bird. Uh, it was a fishy wedding in that case. Don't fish like birds? Or is it the other, I think other way around? Fish, yeah. Yeah. fish probably are scared of birds. Yeah, but they probably, yeah, they probably don't like them. Yeah, very much. Tulsa Awards for Theater Excellence, 2014. Nice. Was this... Oh, yeah, this was the year I was in school for Lies. Oh, damn. Nice. Other Desert Cities. Is that the same... Oh, I was in that. Theater. While we were both in, in Outstanding Play nominated. <laughs> I mean, submitted, yeah. I always love that. So, that distinction. Nominated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... I think that's probably how a lot of awards things are. Are yeah, literally. Oh, this is my ticket to the sixth annual. Oh, that's the same thing. Oh, Tate's. They have a lot of, a lot of stuff for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really wanted to latch on to my. Was that Tim Blake Nelson? I or think so. Mary Kay, please. Or that might have been West Studi. I don't know. This was. This was at Helmert Theater at Casha Hall, so it was Tim Blake Nelson, I think. Damn, Casha Hall. They've been doing those shits everywhere. Know, yeah. I wanted the PAC. <laughs> oh, wait, at the Philbrook. Oh, yeah, that one was really bad. <laughs> They're like, we're going to reenact all the shows. We said we're going to get four actors I, who weren't in any of the shows <laughs> to read. 10 to 15 minute excerpts <laughs> from all from, 15 yeah, like, nominated shows. Insane number of shows. It was unreal. <laughs> yeah, that was, I'm like, this is too much uh, 
art patronage going on right now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't... I, some of these I didn't see for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, another Bob Dylan. Oh. This was May 3rd, 2015. Ooh, nice. In Oklahoma City. Damn, almost... Almost the anniversary. I've seen him five times now. Or wow. four times, so oh. sorry. <laughs> You're like, oh, well. Well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that. Yeah. Oof. Like, oh, not a real fan, huh? Oh, he hates oh. Bob. Here's my AMC Southroads ticket to Calvary, starring Brendan. No, Gleason. the Brendan Gleeson <laughs> Calvary. People still talk about that as like such a good one. Well, I, I probably okay. wouldn't, but um, it was fine. Yeah. Looked a little boring. <laughs> it was a little boring. I'm like movies. Love being a little boring. <laughs> oh, here's. Okay, you want to talk about. This is um, also perfectly indicative of, uh, yeah. Like, is there a text <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's, um, most of the, the tickets I have are almost, they're, they're written in invisible ink. Not National Treasure, bitch. Yeah, Not the lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was Tim's Vermeer, which is a documentary about a guy trying to paint like Vermeer. And it was it was a little cool, but mostly I'm like would have been a cool uh, slideshow of pictures. Right? Yeah, yeah. It would have been a good um, five minute video on YouTube. Yeah, um, I'm like so many documentaries that are people are like, oh, this is such a good documentary. I'm like, it's just a cool story. Actually. I know. <laughs> yes. I'm like the documentary is very important. Pretty distinction. Un impressive yeah. or just very rote or yeah. doesn't provide all that stuff. It's just like a story has been crazy that happened. Right, right. I feel that way about uh, the three identical strangers. Oh, yeah, was yeah. one that was like, oh my Well, and now gosh. with all the indie documentaries, that's happening even more, except yeah. they're, I don't know, they're, they're all just trying to do this A24 style of thing, <laughs> the reenactment. We've got the A24 reenactments, yeah. but everything else about it is exactly like any of these other disposable like Netflix documentaries. Yeah, right. Theatre Tulsa presents Oliver. Please, sir, may I go to the bathroom during the performance? No! No! Wait yourself! I'm going to get up and check to make sure that this is still recording, and it is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that's just a little behind the scenes that we can do too. <laughs> it is still working. It is We're going, this is a this is a podcast, a video, a documentary, a making of outtakes <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah. yeah, this is this we're is starting the Patreon. Linearama. Remember when they would do a linearama, which is where they would do like a in like a two thousands comedy where they'd have a, a special feature called linearama and it would just be all the different Funny alternate lines. funny lines oh, in a row. Yes. Okay. I never knew that's what it was called. But yes. Well, I feel like I've seen it called that on a few things. But maybe that's not. What I love called. that though. I love hearing all of those, those in a row. Alternate lines. Although um, sometimes. Well, yeah, diminishing it. returns. <laughs> for sure. Or sometimes you're like, well, I see why they picked the, the one <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. in the movie. Like, okay, twenty is enough. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep going. It's like. Oh, Will Ferrell, he's like, yeah. he's like, got a hot bean! <laughs> kind of a Robin Williams. Yeah. Maybe I'll pretend it was, okay, okay. That was like a, it's like, yeah, Robin Williams. 
<laughs> and then we'll we'll put that in before so people think yeah. I was just like a really good. Yeah. He just he just finished watching World's Greatest Dads. So. <laughs> yeah. He goes he goes. Oh, he goes like this. He's holding a mug. Yeah. Poster. <laughs> I'm so glad this video is now in podcast form. <laughs> well, he stopped the tape. <laughs> You're like, well, I was. I know. I'm like, I'm like, not the, not the record. Here is a receipt for. Um, <laughs> The DVD player just closed um, of its own volition. Paul Simon and Sting on stage together. I went to see Paul Simon. Naturally. And unfortunately, he was only touring jointly with Sting. Yeah, that sucks. And, I mean, it was kind of cool, except I wish it had been literally anybody else besides Sting. Because, yeah. not a fan. Sorry. Can't. I'm not into it. Oh, especially the fucking solo. Script. Yeah, yeah. Like, the police have yeah. at least a few good kind of songs. <laughs> yeah. All of his but. songs are about tantric sex or whatever. Yeah, it's like, and they're, and they're just as fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was a good concert because Paul Simon's great, um, in my opinion. And um, his band was great. But they had, I think, the same band played... For everything. Mm. And it was like, Paul Simon came on, sang some songs, and then Sting came out, and they sang a couple songs together. Mm. And it would, like, alternate between which of their songs were playing. You mm. know, like, they would play one of their one of Paul Simon's songs, and then one of Sting's songs. Oh. But they would, like, both sing on him, and then Paul Simon would leave, and then Sting would sing by himself. And then Paul Simon came back. So it was, like, it was cool, That's at least, that, like, crazy. I mean, if you had two big... Again, if it was like literally anybody else, it would have been an amazing experience. Yeah. But it was still great because I got to hear Paul Simon. But this was in the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas, um, and which is just a big fucking airplane hangar, huge arena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Metal walls. <laughs> you got to move around the planes. Yeah. We've <laughs> got a bunch of like rakes on the walls and stuff. Um, but. The like plane takes off right when he's starting the song. <laughs> just end the war. <laughs> um, I feel like I didn't realize it was an active, <laughs> active hanger. You're like now boarding. <laughs> uh, but there was so this is You're like you think I could score some of those peanuts? <laughs> yeah, the the peanuts cost fifteen dollars. <laughs> um, so this, of course, was an arena with a bunch of the... It's like a sporting arena mm. where there's all the different food vendors and stuff. Oh, yes, and, yes. and everything is just absurd. I got a drink. I think I got an orange soda. Don't know what possessed me to get an <laughs> orange soda for maybe the first time in my life. Good, good and refreshing. It's good. I, I, I'm, I'm converted at this point, but it was a, a strange choice for me at that time in my life is all I meant to communicate. And then... Um, it was in a commemorative cup. For the show? No. Just oh, for the venue. They just say that whenever it's plastic and costs more. Oh. Doesn't okay. commemorate fucking anything yeah. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but it was a, and it was one of those, of course, also that's like, they're like, oh, it's the big mega cup, but it's really just 
really thin and at tall. The bottom and tall, right. Um, it's just 24 ounces. <laughs> but, but it's, yeah, three feet tall. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you gotta, yeah. <laughs> um, some, some, some finagling definitely required. Um, so they had these cup holders like on the chairs in front. So you could like put your like on the back of the chair yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Which and if they move, it moves. Well, they were stationary chairs. Oh, they didn't have any gear. No, they did not. Yeah, it was crazy. But um, I mean, what do you expect from the airport? But um, <laughs> oh yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did at least get a window seat. But <laughs> but they um, but I put my drink there. And um, this lady in front of us, and, the, and the, of course the rows are like this wide. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and I was like sitting there, and this woman, uh, I like put my drink there, and she like went like this, and like her hair was just like in my straw, <laughs> in the drink. Um, no. And this lady also... Um, this is like my, basically my only memory of the show itself. I don't remember hearing any of the music. Don't remember what happened. Um, but every time Sting started playing a song, this woman would get up and give the person she was sitting next to a lap dance. <gasps> like a full on gyrating on the lap lap dance. Oh, yes. And every Sting song. I like... I'm like that's that's the tantric way. <laughs> yes, I guess she was a yeah full. She was there for the for the tantric <laughs> stuff. Yeah, she, she was like, oh wait, he does music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She thought it was gonna be a, a more more like an Amsterdam show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but this also um, reminds me of whenever go I went to the BOK Center because I I have a couple of Paul McCartney and Bob Dylan over there and I also I think the first time I went to the BOK Center was like right after it opened and one of the first events they had there was like a business seminar uh, and it was like not like a job fair well okay you, you would think but it was and it, it the only like marketing it only said like business seminar it did not like say anything about CIA front company <laughs> business name here were some <laughs> of the speakers Colin Powell Rudy Giuliani oh my gosh um i think somebody like Laura Ingram or uh somebody from Fox was oh. there um oh god there was fucking it wasn't Chris Christie, it wasn't, um, but there were just like, it was just like four hours of listening to those people talk Jesus. at the BOK Center. And it's huge. <laughs> it's like just, and they're like on like a boxing ring, basically. You know, it's like a, <laughs> just a big square stage in the literal middle of this everything. This like pill shaped. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like. It was so yeah, I like crazy. Happy. I went to a speaking event there too, <laughs> and they had just it was like they just had it kind of sectioned off, like one of the areas. Yeah, yeah. And it worked kind of like that, but 
I can't imagine trying to see a show like that. Though. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, especially all those freaks. <laughs> yeah. Colin Powell. It was good to hear from him, at least. Yeah. Just kidding. Hundred years of Broadway. Like, pack it up. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> Ninety-five too many. <laughs> <laughs> And I also apparently kept every copy of every receipt. I, I mean, every oh, hell yeah. So I have like five tickets to Oliver. <laughs> anyway, what I really brought these out for was to share with you some of the movies I saw in theater because something else I used to do is save all of my movie tickets. Oh, hell um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... Sherlock Holmes. The Guy Ritchie's Sherlock Holmes. I never saw either of those. 2010. I used to think they were the coolest shit of all time. Um, but really, I mean, all you have to know about it is that it's it's Sherlock Holmes, but he's he's got beautiful mind stuff that flies around him whenever he's thinking. Uh, and And he also is like a bare-knuckle boxer. Sure. And it's like, um, there's this scene where he's fighting and it's like in slow motion and he's like, you know, and it's like all the flesh is rippling and stuff and, and it's like, um, a perfect right hook to the spleen and a, um, perfectly calculated at a 45 degree <laughs> angle to do that. And like, it is so stupid. Wow. It's so bad. Um, so really loved that, seeing that in theaters. The Road. Uh, not The Road. <laughs> which was my first R-rated movie, I think. Oh, hell yeah. Just rated R for being boring. <laughs> rated R because kids won't like it because it's boring. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly a warning to the kids. That, yeah, stay out. Like, Not free. Don't worry about it. Not fun. <laughs> and very soon after that, I saw The Book of Eli. Oh, hell which yeah. Which was another apocalyptic um, movie. Because um, <laughs> those were fine. Right, yeah, apocalyptic hellscape. The, the, the world is disintegrating and everybody's eating in each other's entrails. Fine. Somebody says the word sex. <laughs> you, you better not. You better fucking not. <laughs> yeah, it's like your, uh, your parents uh, wrote the first ever Don't Say Gay Bill. It was about movies that you could see. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like a bill, they posted it all around the, the, oh, hell the, yeah. the house. <laughs> post no bills is what that refers to. I love post no bills. <laughs> post Malone. Post Malone. <laughs> post no bills. Malone. A wind in the <laughs> <laughs> Short for um, January 31st, 2010. When in Rome. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> this is a classic. Official, um, seeing Win in Rome with a friend <laughs> who I had a crush on. Um, and it was, I mean, at 13, or w whatever age I was uh, then, <laughs> um, damn, that would have not been 13. That would have been older than that. In 2015? No, 2010. 2010. Oh, so you would have been 14 in January. Okay, okay. 
So that's not that that's bad. That's not though. that bad. Oh, Inception. Damn, I think I saw that in theaters too. That's a that's a classic. Um, I was there when it happened. <laughs> I was there when I when my when my mind expl I remember where I was when my friggin' head blew up. How crazy it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just watching that movie with huge forehead veins trying uh, to figure it out. Uh, 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 <laughs> I like to see a movie about Sherlock Holmes watching that movie and all this. Yeah. yeah. He's like, His he's ideation like the, is the going speed crazy. power of a dream <laughs> versus the time contraction of the, of the element. <laughs> sitting in the theater like this. <laughs> And you accidentally pull on, turn on your flash. Oh fuck! Oh, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> it's like what? It like plays like one second of a podcast. <laughs> I hate the auto playing audio. Yeah. We were just talking about Woody Allen and his excellent 2000s and 2010s output, Midnight in Paris. And that's like the, the one only good one, one to see the, uh, out of that period. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's funny because th these are also all mixed in with all the classics that I went to see. So oh, hell yeah. There's Psycho and Rear Window and Ben-Hur. And... Yeah, Psycho is actually the uh, Woody Allen biopic <laughs> yeah. I went to see. Um, a, double, a huge double whammy coming up here. Triple whammy. These three in a row are, are pretty insane, uh, but very indicative of... My movie going Sign habits. Sign of the here. times. Yeah. Uh, I'll do these chronologically. January seventeenth, two thousand ten. The Blind Side. Ah, hell yes, <laughs> definitely saw that. I one think in maybe one of a few times I saw that in theaters. Wow, yeah, it's very inspirational. It was. Um, got my <laughs> got my waterworks. Woo. Uh, got my got me doing water sports. <laughs> Um, um, August 14th, 2010, seeing this for my older brother's birthday, no doubt, The Expendables. Oh, hell yeah. I think I saw Expendables and Expendables 2 in theaters. Nice. I don't know that I ever saw, saw those in theaters. And then, wow, formative experience, genuinely, for me, The Tree of Life. Damn, still a fave. Still a fave. Ten years later. Okay, I'm gonna save this one because it's it does not um, exist. Let's say. Hell yes. Um, two for the Muppets, please. Two for the Muppets. Oh hell Jason yes. Jason Segel Muppets. 2011 Muppets. Right. I'm like, remember that? <laughs> I know. Yeah, fully more than ten years ago, um, that movie came out. Remember they did Muppets it's Two, crazy. and it was all about. Evil Russia, and they yes. were in a gulag. Yeah, like what the fuck is that about? <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, bedraggled, uh, long-bearded Kermit, huddled <laughs> over his yeah. one meal a day. <laughs> Very strange direction for that movie to go in. <laughs> um, but luckily, they straightened it out with the the, the Office-style yeah. TV show yes. and the Happy Time Murders. Um, oh, yeah, I love the Happy Time Because, you know, that's... Brian Henson directed that. Oh, really? 
It's a shame not to the my Henson, Henson name. I know. He's not my Henson. <laughs> um, I'm writing him a letter. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to write him a letter, uh, and and sing it, <laughs> dear Brian Henson. Oh, Broadway yes. play starring Ben Platt. Yeah, <laughs> at one point you go. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Um, I like never knew. I honestly, whenever, and I think it was maybe just because they were both being talked about so much at the same time. But I, the first time I heard about Dear Evan Hansen, I thought it was also a Lin Manuel Miranda thing. Oh yeah, well, like, might as well be yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Seems, um, yeah, not like for something me. I'm not interested in not uh, perusing. Anyway, so that, um, I think that's about it. Oh, the Duran Duran um, concert film directed by uh, David Lynch. <laughs> I saw. Crazy. Yeah. Not, um, not a pairing that I would have personally. <laughs> Bold Duram Duram. And then the last one here, September 18th, 2011. Went with my cousin, Rachel, for a matinee of Apollo 18. That's, that's, that's horror. That is the horror one. It's the found footage... <laughs> Moon horror movie where the rocks on the moon dig into people's bodies because they have legs like crabs. That's nuts. <laughs> then I have, um, they used to give these title cards, there's like these lobby cards out, but, but, um, I kept, for some reason, I think I only saw three of these movies. Oh, they were just giving the others out. Yeah, and I just took them because I wanted to see them and then never did. Like, it's all the awards, uh, <laughs> the awards, the Oscar buzz um, of this one year that I was going to Circle Cinema a lot. Oh, yes. Faults? No. By Riley Stearns, who directed uh, The Art of Self-Defense. Oh, no. I'm canceled for this one. Why don't you play in hell? What's that? It's a Sion Sono movie. It got canceled recently. Oh. Roar. Well, now he's playing in hell, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The powerful, uh, and I would say, personally, I would say Steinbeckian. The Overnighters documentary. <laughs> Not one I went to see. Uh, Mr. Turner. <laughs> Mr. Turner. Bye. Bye, bye Timothy Spall. <laughs> Spallers. It's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fans of Timothy Spall. Spallers. <laughs> uh, yeah, spa Spall's up. Spall's up. What was that? Paws up. <laughs> <laughs> Spall's up, little Spallers. <laughs> And Viazda based. <laughs> Boyhood. Your fave. Movie. I I don't know that I've ever 
hated a movie that much that I was looking forward to that much. Mm. Damn. I think that's maybe the biggest gap in like. Damn. Yeah. I I, I don't know what mine would be, but. But it had just so much build up, and I was like, "Fuck yes, this looks like the." And then you hated it. And I did pretty much hate it. I think. I well, immediately after I watched it, I think I gave it five stars because I had just been looking forward to it so much, and I was like, "Yes, I loved it." And then I just kept thinking about it. I'm like, "No, if I'm gonna be true to myself, wow. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be okay with that that man in the mirror, then I'm gonna have to change this rating." Wow. So not only so the movie actually did inspire you to. Be true to yourself. Yeah, well, I guess that is true. Which maybe is the whole point of the movie. Wow. Okay, well. So you just need to pump up that rating. <laughs> I think without watching it again, I'll pull it back up to a five. Okay, so. Uh, for today's little game mm-hmm. I have prepared for you a list of all the movies from 2021 that already have forgotten okay so this, <laughs> Might is, a, as well this is an in memoriam list <laughs> for all the movies in 2021 that just simply do not exist that's too bad for sorry to these films <laughs> um, but so I was thinking about going uh, I was gonna give you Either a five star or ten star review, like a very good top review mm-hmm. from either IMDb or Letterboxd, okay. or a very low one out of ten or half star out of five review. Okay. So a high or low review? Yes. So I, okay. So yes. <laughs> maybe let me. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you a review that's either really high or really low from IMDb or Letterboxd. Okay. And then, if you can't get it from that, we can kind of go, we can, we can go from there. Okay. Um, so, I'll just, uh, or, what are, you, what are your thoughts? What are you feeling? No, I, I, 2021 was such a strange year, because it was like, we were past fully, like, we were past the, the movie Locked Down Right, right, um, right. Which I saw. Um, I keep getting these. Sorry, really quick. Uh, ah. I keep getting these Critics' Choice um, Kino video um, things, and on one of the first pages, these are. So this is a catalog that you mail <laughs> in the thing to say which ones you want to buy, or Countless. you call them um, at a toll-free one eight hundred number, um, and one of the first things available new in stores is a DVD of Locked Down starring Chiwetel Ejiofor and Anne Hathaway. Uh. Oh, not in stores because it's an HBO and Max original movie but you can get it through this catalog. So just in yeah. case you want uh, That's amazing. to relive that, that period. But uh, um but yeah, it's just like, but they the movies still all seemed really low energy and low quality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like so more than any other year I can remember. It just 
everything was just like okay you know yeah so because all the real big ones got delayed more it seems right right and so all that was left was just the stuff that they were like wow we can just (laughs) who cares so when i was putting together this list i was kind of trying to balance between you know like ones that have a bunch of huge stars Mm -hmm. or big you know talent involved behind the scenes right um but don't exist that that'll get a little higher preference just from the from the expectations on paper versus the, the reception um, and I tried to avoid doing too many just streaming ones mm-hmm. because there are so many. I mean, Netflix puts out literally a movie <laughs> a week or more. Yeah. Like, so it's hard. And they to, brag about so, it. So, literally, yeah. <laughs> but so I, I really tried to only put ones that seem like they were designed to be real. Okay. So I don't include yeah. any of the, like, Princess Switch or, you know, any <laughs> yeah. of the, like, real crazy PS I love the boys or. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> P.S. I love the boys. <laughs> if you must Me coming know. out to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this first one. Okay, this is a five-star review. Okay. From Letterboxd, it says, Five stars because I met the love of my life while working on this movie. Oh, God. Okay. Also, I want to fuck Ben Affleck brains out. <laughs> I mean, par for the course for a letterbox review. <laughs> and there is a little more. Okay. Also, also, this is a bad movie. Some redeeming qualities <laughs> with no plot and doesn't really make any sense. But hey, I made a lot of money off this movie. Also, Damn. also, also. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I love the boys. <laughs> kind of. Ben Affleck is a great actor. Okay. Um, well, um... I, with Ben Affleck being mentioned, <laughs> I feel like this has got to be uh, the Tinder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, ding ding ding! This is the Tinder bar. It will, uh, will yes. do a big video, oh, a yes. huge video. <laughs> yes. Oh, just get ready! You know? <laughs> oh, bitch! We're gonna spend so much time editing this. Um, the Tinder bar, yes. directed by George Clooney. The Tender Bar. Yes, okay. That's why I was a little confused because I thought he was involved. Is he also in it as well as Ben Affleck? Or I is think he, he just... is also maybe in it. Okay. I'm sorry, pulling it up right now. Oh, but that, yeah, that looked, I mean, how many movies is Ben Affleck going to be in at this point in life where he's primarily known for being sad and alcoholic? Right. And he's just in all these movies where the whole thing is like, Ben Affleck is the most miserable alcoholic you've ever seen. Like, we know, like, girl. I, know. It's like, I read the news, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, I just still think about that fucking The Way Back, which I saw the trailer for. I mean, we saw One the trailer million for. Times, probably, probably. A, yeah. At least a hundred times over. And that is on the year. list of movies that don't exist in 2020. <laughs> yes, definitely. But. It's like the... Okay, George Clooney is not in it. Red-rimmed eyes uh, version of uh, Hoosiers. I was about to say Hooligans. (laughs) Hooligans. Hooligans. Hoosiers got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Who's in that? Dustin? Gene Hackman. Hackman. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fellas, we got to get the basketball team back to 
He's like, Gentle, uh, gentlemen, we gotta get the ball into the into the hoop. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you gotta, you gotta take the ball, bounce it up and down while you're <laughs> while you're walking, or that, or if you if you're not bouncing the ball, that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. He's just explaining the rules. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's six or seven guys on this side, and the other side has an equal number of guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're both fighting. You're both fighting to get the ball in the other basket, gentlemen. <laughs> now go out there and give them all your gut. <laughs> Like, now, fellas, this is called a cheerleader. <laughs> you're like, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that movie, yeah. Um, it's Hoosiers framed Roger Rabbit. So there's, there's like, cartoons in there. Yeah. Like, big eyes are bulging out. <laughs> I think they should um, add... <laughs> Get ready for this. I think they should add... Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell to the cast, and it should be Who's Your, who's your Daddy's Home? Hell yes. Who's, who's, your, daddy's your, who's your Daddy's Home? Hell yes. The Tinder Bar, huh? Hey, uh, you gotta dribble the ball down, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on? You, hey. you gotta dribble the ball down, guys. Uh, hey, let me see that fucking ball. The ball. He's like, oh, hey, kids, I'm strong! <laughs> Will Ferrell's screaming. Oh. It's like, ah! He's like, Thanks, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Doing all his classic lines. <laughs> He's getting hard again. Oh my gosh, okay, not my filthy mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. So the tender bar, but the tender bar is just about him being in a bar and everybody, they, they all see their lives change as they all go to this bar. Is that the gist? Yeah, well, actually, thank you for asking because it's actually about <laughs> a fatherless boy who grows up in the glow of a bar where they... <laughs> okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this sounds like it's based on a fucking bad book. Uh, where the bartender, his Uncle Charlie, is the sharpest and most colorful of an assortment of quirky uh -oh. and demonstrative father figures. Uh-oh. They're all saying shit and piss to each other. Because they're all gruff father figures. No, oh, yeah, no. Inappropriate. He's like, well, I'd rather shit than piss. He <laughs> <laughs> says stuff like that. <laughs> so old guy. It's yeah. the most racist thing you've ever heard at the bar. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just <laughs> uh, it was just an unscripted moment when he saw an Asian person working on the set of the movie. Yeah, yeah good thing they didn't add Mark Wahlberg to the cast. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that bar's not all tender. Or... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just calling it the tender bar. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Up. Well, it's like bartender, but it's the tender bar... Wow. Christopher bar. Lloyd's in it, just Grandpa McGuire. <laughs> He's like, where we're going, we don't need booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he gets, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he goes to rehab. <laughs> funny. After we go where we're going, we don't need <laughs> booze. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm overwatching movies that are just 
people going, hmm, life sure is crazy, isn't it? You know? I don't need any more of those. Yeah. I know life's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need Ben Affleck. Don't tell me about it. Yeah. Life sure is crazy, isn't it? I keep thinking of the Tinder Trap. What's the Tinder Trap? The Tinder Trap is a song. Weirdly, it's a song and a movie by Frank Sinatra. I mean, the movie's not by Frank Sinatra, but he's in it. Which, it's crazy. And I don't know if the song is from the movie. It has to be. It has to be the theme song of the movie. I'm just, I'm trying to parse this out. Because there's a song called The Tender Trap. Love is a tender trap. Um, and, uh, but then there's a movie called The Tender Trap. And there's like, it's like about, you know, two couples that fall in and out of love or something. You know, it's like, something. <laughs> it's a sparkling, Boring it's a sparkling, movie. bubbly, effervescent comedy. <laughs> sparkling, bubbly, effervescent. Uh, <laughs> Champagne-like. Uh, <laughs> carbonated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a one-star review for the next movie from IMDb. Uh -oh. Okay. Even the great cast, the movie sinks by itself because the poor FXs, <laughs> the weak script, and several unbelievable situations. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of review. <laughs> yeah. First. Angelina and the kid can run through a field, avoiding several lightnings during a storm. Oh yeah, pretty realistic. <laughs> Second, a pregnant woman can ride a horse and shot like Rambo? <laughs> Last, you can go through a big fire without even a burn. <laughs> Hollywood, are you serious? <laughs> so I overall... This is the guy who writes all the goofs. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, so overall, a dumb movie full of cliches and dumb situations, only recommended for selected empty brains. <laughs> so, um, damn, that's quite a review. I, you said Angelina. Oh, it was Roger Ebert. <laughs> um, I, I know she was in Eternals. Is it Eternals? It's not Eternals, okay. although is she that Eternals? does not. Yes. Okay. I'm like, and that pretty much doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. It's funny when even the Marvel people are like, oh, yeah. This doesn't, that, that one, not that one. Yeah, yeah, not that one. Um, no, this is actually another one she was in. Angelina Jolie. And this one came out in theaters what it, it did the thing with theaters and HBO Max at the same uh, time because yeah, yeah, yeah. of COVID. Okay, and this is not this is not a Huntsman sequel. This is is this a not a Huntsman sequel? Is it the? Oh, that's probably already happened too. Is it the sequel to Maleficent? <laughs> that was like was a, a long few time years ago. ago but... <laughs> <laughs> well, but she wasn't that. Oh, maybe they made a third one. That. Yeah. Um. Damn. And she's going through, she's getting, she's not getting burned. She's not <laughs> Crucially, burned. she's not getting burned, but she is going Cast through fire. Cast also features John Bernthal, Nicholas Holt, and Tyler oh. Perry. What the fuck? Is this some natural disaster movie? No. No. Well, there is a forest fire involved. Yes, it is. 
before, if I should die before I wake, or some shit like that. It's, um, uh, oh, I have to get this, hold on. It's, be, uh, does it, is it say, is this the same before anywhere? Not before, but. Those who, those who wish me dead. Those who wish me dead, okay. yes. The new Taylor Sheridan movie. Who the fuck is that? He wrote, well, he, this is his first, one of his first directing movies, but he wrote, Hell, on high, Hell or High Water and Sicario. Oh, okay. That guy. Okay. But yeah, he wrote this movie where Angelina Jolie's on, running from assassins. I always get Hell or High Water. I always assume that's an S. Craig Zoller movie. Just seems like one. Oh, yeah. Not to me, but oh. I could see how you <laughs> Not to me, but I'm different. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not to me. Sorry. But it does belong <laughs> in the same genre, the same... Um, collection as cold in july and blue ruin yeah, it was like it's giving a bad uh, bad time at that yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh dear i saw like 40 minutes of that on tv one time i was gonna say i watched that and i was like pretty into it for a little while i was like yeah. oh, that's kind of cool and then i just went crazy it's silly enough, but yeah things are too silly interesting stuff um yeah, those who wish me dead. <laughs> and okay. Anything any hints about what that's about? Because it does look like she's so she's in a forest fire. Young boy finds himself pursued by two assassins in the Montana wilderness, with a survival expert determined to protect him. Oh that must be Angelina. And a fi forest fire threatening to consume them all. The mall. The mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole movie that takes place in a mall. Yeah. Well, that does sound like a reduced crew kind of movie. In one of the shut down malls during yeah, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it seems like, the, yeah, there were so many movies that are like, these four people talk for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Remember Malcolm and Marie? <laughs> Yes, I do. Oh, and you like it? No. But you're... Oh, you're, okay. Oh, well, sorry. You're doing spoilers oh, for the, for the <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm shutting off my memory. <laughs> Which, for me, surprisingly easy to do. I'm like, that's the plot of <laughs> that's the these other movies. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. But doesn't that sound like one? It does. Sounds like it sounds like that's what the adjustment bureau is about. Yeah, it also sounds like what one of these that barely made the list, or that almost made the list, but didn't quite called Reminiscence, with Hugh Jackman. Reminiscence. And it was. I don't recall that by one. Lisa Joy, and it looks like this. Oh yes, yes, yes. I I do. But, yeah, I'm but, like I remember all the shitty posters, but I don't remember all the yeah. titles. All right, this is a good one. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay, it says, it, this is a one-star review from IMDb also. Mm -hmm. It's one star, downhill all the way is the title. <laughs> when I saw the, oh, this has spoilers. Okay. Uh-oh. When I saw the two headlights during the opening, <laughs> I knew we were in trouble. No. <laughs> As a child of the 50s I know from westerns, Period. This is the worst example of the genre I have ever seen, and please, don't make this your first experience with one. <laughs> <laughs> if you were surprised by the big reveal, you were too busy texting and not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All the acting is bad, with special honors going to Gavin Lewis, although no one could make this part work. <laughs> Damn. What's... Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Um, did they say it's a Western movie? Well, don't say it too loudly around this guy. <laughs> it's not like the ones he knows. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it's but because it's got headlights in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, okay. Um, <laughs> so it's a revisionist western. Um, it'd be funny if you made remade like it made a western movie and everything about it was fully authentic western except they all drove cars. Hell yes. Be funny. Just be funny. Just be something. And go. Hey, look at that. Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> Remember that movie with the Western? Yeah, and then that other, that other person was big, like, there was one really big, unrealistic situation <laughs> in this movie. Um, okay. Well, not a whole lot to go on. Headlights are in it <laughs> at the very beginning. Okay, um, well, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so I'll tell you this movie, the cast features Trace Adkins. Oh, God. Stephen Dorff. And there's one, there's one big, the main guy in it. I'm but it would off. give it away. Because it would kind of give it away. But, but this is, this is a guy that, that we've uh, uh, talked about already today. Mm. Wow. Um, well, the last thing I remember Trace Adkins being in was An American Carol. <laughs> Which um, I think we have talked about on the show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, like, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. So. Um, but he's he's present in the in the Bill O'Reilly uh, cameo. Oh, yeah. I just enjoy slapping you. That's my impression. Um, I don't know Trace Adkins and Stephen Dorff in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, this is. Old Henry. Old Henry. Is that your I, Tim Blake Nelson? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Old, uh, old Henry. I do... I heard good things about that movie, actually. I, I can't believe you heard things about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, not me. It's directed by a guy named Potsy Ponsaroli. I'm like, not Boy Meets World. <laughs> well, I thought that was... Somebody mentioned that name and i thought that was his character's name in the movie I'm like well, that's weird yeah. but then it was the director's name i'm like oh that's, that's weird that's weird <laughs> or fine it's probably fine it's also fine. <laughs> <laughs> i've yeah <laughs> can't, can't wait <laughs> all right this next one sounds like a character that would be played by roberto benini <laughs> potsy ponzarelli and his wife's Elizabeth. Er, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be campy? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Cleopatra, maybe one of the most campy movies of all time. Literally, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next one, this is a five-star review. Oh, all right. From Letterboxd. Oh, God. Like, it just sours my mood to know ah. that the, the review's going to be from Letterboxd. <laughs> Go watch this, friends. Go right now. <laughs> if you're having a dull week slash day and want to watch something for two hours that will rip your heart out of your chest and throw it around like a beanbag, <laughs> go watch this. 
I haven't been so emotionally moved by a movie in a really long time. Nor have I been compelled to write a review for one in a minute. <laughs> but this one was just so, so good. And quite nice on the eye, I should add. <laughs> Justin Chan went from the annoying diversity sticker in Twilight nice. to writing, directing, and starring in this gem. So, he's doing a, he's doing a growth, he's listening and learning. Yeah. On top of all that, just nailing the accent. I was just like, <laughs> wow. Dot, 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 dot. Also, this might be a bad take, but a movie made in 2021 that isn't in any way anti-racist or woke is low-key refreshing. <laughs> um, interesting. So you got the writer, director, and star. And, and it's un-PC. <laughs> or not actually would, PC. That is not what I would guess. Okay, but, okay. I mean, I would say um, that, but This is a classic poster that we would see at AMC when... This was like 2020, or, okay, this is 2021, I guess, but I have definitely seen this poster. Okay. Can I, um, hmm. And it, you said just Justin Chan? <laughs> Who was, I guess, the one Asian character in Twilight. Twilight, which, yeah, I haven't seen. Um... Interesting. Is there anybody else in the uh, in the cast? <laughs> um, Alicia Vikander. Oh. Ex Machina. Ex up. <laughs> um, oh. And what? Uh, what genre of movie is this? It's like a romantic drama. With Alicia Vikander. Oh. <laughs> God damn, I'm never going to be able to think of this title. But I know that I have seen a, a poster with her on it that looked like a movie I do not want to see. Um, damn. The only two movies I can think of her being in are Ex Machina and there's one like historical drama that she's in. Is that this one? No. That's you think maybe of the Danish girl. Damn, I I don't know. I, I don't know who Justin Chan is, so I, I'm I'm struggling. It's it's called The Girl in the Green Dress. Close. There's a color in the name. Oh shit. Fuck. This is Blue Bayou. Oh, of course. Of Blue course. Bayou. <laughs> I saw commercials for that movie on Facebook. That was like, there was a three-week period where that was the only ad I was getting on Facebook was that movie. And I guess it did look like it was filmed in a nice way. It was like filmed in 16 millimeters. Nice on the eyes, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's not where yeah. you're from. It's where you belong. Main, wow. Was, I'm like, I'm like, watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> At the very end. Watch that again. Let that sink in. <laughs> He's standing out in the cold on the porch. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Open the front door to your home and let the sink that's standing outside in to your house through the door. <laughs> 
get it, you guys? <laughs> Share if you get this, and 95% don't. And 95% won't. <laughs> this next one, one star IMDb review. Yowch! That always just, hurts. And it's just, the, it's just the, the title of the review, it just says bad. <laughs> well, getting right to the point. It says, very bad film, nothing interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you after I show you one of my movies. <laughs> Nothing interesting. To watch. Nothing interesting. To watch. <laughs> I love it. Um, Justin is always a good actor, but the scenario is not good. Justin Long. And that's the whole reveal. <laughs> it's not Justin Long. It's not Justin Chan again either. <laughs> no. okay. Not Chong, not Long. <laughs> Um, okay, um, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it oh! is Justin Timberlake. I know this one. Is this Palmer? <laughs> yes, this is Palmer. <laughs> Hell yes. This is amazing. I, I love Palmer. And I love that it's, 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 to me, again, to me, it's in the same genre as Mud. And Joe, <laughs> and, and this Joe, it, it like came out right around the same time as Mud, which is a Matthew McConaughey one. Oh my, Nicolas Cage. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And Ty Sheridan. Yes, and I think Ty Sheridan is in the other one as well. Is Mud. in Mud yeah, as well. Yeah, and they're yeah, like the same plot too. I think. Yeah. It's like crazy. It's another one of the Olympus has fallen. White House Down yeah, scenarios. Yeah, 2012 and 2013. And it's like a weird kind of movie for that to have happened with. <laughs> yeah, like, it's about a 15-year-old who's with an ex-con in the woods. What? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and don't be. Yeah. Here's an answer. Don't be. Uh, directed by David Gordon Green. David Gordon Green, of course. Coming out next year, Joe Kills. <laughs> that, I... David Gordon Green's career is so, so bizarre. Crazy. But it has nice little pockets of great stuff here and there. Yeah, Halloween kills. Here and there. You know, it's like not oh. here and there and here and there. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so George Washington, which is the first movie he made, is like really good. It's about George Washington. No, no it's not about George Washington, thankfully. Um Maybe, but it's it's beautiful. But then, but then, you know, ten years later, he's making. Well, not ten years later, but maybe, yeah, ten years later, he's making fucking the sitter and the your sitter. highness. Um, Damn, it's crazy. And now he's doing these gritty reboots of the old horror Ooh. franchises. Oh my god, he directed our brand as crisis. <laughs> Hell, that's, a, that's an all-time yes. movie that, that doesn't exist. That is like one of the <laughs> the primo texts. I love that. That is amazing. Oh my god, he also did Manglehorn. Yes, yes, Manglehorn, Whoa. classic. I love. I also love Al Pacino's late career. <laughs> um, I love. The Humbling, the trailer for The Humbling, <laughs> which I, I think is a Barry Levinson movie. Oh, with him and Greta Gerwig? Yes, yes. Oh my God. Is that directed by yeah, Barry Levinson? Yeah, by Barry Levinson. 
Screenplay by Buck Henry and Michael Zabidi. That's crazy. I thought, is Buck Henry still even alive? It must have been um, something that he started. Well, he died in 2020. Oh, damn. But okay. this came out in 2014. Wow, that must be one of the last things he ever did. <laughs> That's why I'm going to stop making ahead. shit around 40 years old. Yeah, that was the last one he wrote. He he did, has a character's credit on the, the 2008 Get Smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, the, the I think that's just that. characters by, based on characters by. Right, right, right. Right. And then 2001, Town and Country. Not ringing Starring around. Warren Beatty, Diane Keaton, <laughs> Natasha Kinski, Goldie Hawn, Gary Shandling. Jesus. Josh Hartnett. <laughs> he... Should not be. He in shows up in the craziest of movies. Yes. You're like going through a list. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, and Josh fucking Hartman. <laughs> yeah. And I feel and like there's something in the water. I'm like, he's coming back. Oh god, no! Please. He's gonna be in a bunch of more movies. Oh, I'm like, oh, he's oh god. Now that you. now that Andrew Garfield's retiring or that... taking a break from acting, Josh Hartnett. I'm like, no. you know his agents. <laughs> Hello, hello, hold please. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi. Hello. Uh. Yeah, I, that is the the most bummer news. I know. Like, literally, again, like Sting, anybody else. I know. literally anybody else. It's like, it's like I'm in the I'm in the bargaining phase. I'm like, <laughs> please anybody else. I'll, I'll do anybody else. Take Michael Shannon. <laughs> Like I think I, I think I've gotten all from him that we're gonna get. Please. Now let's not be too. Oh hasty. God, I was just blown away by the latest Michael Shannon performance. It was so different. It was so good and different. Okay, well you might. Have no, I th I like Michael Shannon a lot, but I just I feel like he does. I feel like he's kind of given up on, or I don't know. He, yeah, yeah, he still does a good job usually, but. You kind of, it's, it's what you'll get sort of a lot of the yeah. time, yeah. Remember when fucking Funny or Die had him read that psycho sorority email? I don't fucking cunt punt the next person I hear doing something like that. And I don't give a fuck if you SOR me. I will fucking assault you. No. <laughs> I, that sucks. Like, Funny or Die, I'm adding Funny or Die to the list of, of institutions that have uh, ruined the world. <laughs> um, and, them and, and NATO <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but and I just recently I think I am officially adding A24 to that list um, just done more harm than good I think at this point Damn. Um, it's like Tim and Eric I, I, I love Tim and Eric and I, but I the legacy but the, the yeah the rippling effects are are net negative I think for sure um, but yeah but, to uh, cast blame any particular no I know but, I know I know but no yeah it does it does have the and just um, yeah and also um, these are now it's getting more esoteric so it's it's not institutions that ruin the world but it's just things um, but I'm fully done with people being meta I think we're both on the oh, same yeah. page yeah don't um, be meta it's like <sighs> even the clever ways are not Cute. Not anymore because like, it's been done. So many right, times. right, right. Now it's just like a lazy crutch. There is no fourth wall anymore. Right. Yeah. No. And just yeah. 
Oh, the celebrities who are... Hmm, Nicolas Cage is doing it now. Yes, oh, in the biggest way. Yeah, possible. the whole unbearable weight of passive title. <laughs> Won't be seeing it. The unbearable title of this stupid movie. Literally. I'm like, that's going on the list. That's yeah. going on my new list of movies that if I was this movie, I would call it. Because embarrassing movie to be. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um... Like, don't catch... Don't... Don't catch me... You... <laughs> Just don't. Don't, don't Just do don't. it. Um, yeah, and it's... And it's... It's... Yeah, anytime you lean into a meme, it's... It's over. It's over. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, hi, everyone. I'm Pat Sajak, and I'm planking. <laughs> I'm like, how's, who's, who thinks that's cool? How are you supposed to look cool planking when Pat Sajak is planking? That was, I remember that being one of your biggest uh, things to complain about. So you couldn't plank anymore. <laughs> it was mad, girl. I was planking everywhere, bitch. <laughs> and then it wasn't cool anymore. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I got a T-pose now. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't see Richard Carmen doing this. For twenty, like or any time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't want them to know what time. Is. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Palmer, hell yeah! <laughs> Can't wait. Oh yeah, and then of course the other similarity that it has is to the recently released. And this has been remarked upon elsewhere, so I'm not presenting this as a new thought, but also very similar in style and seemingly probably in content to Joe Bell, which is the movie where Mark Wahlberg plays a dad with a gay son. He's like, oh. a, he's, a, he's like a dad who works on a farm but has a gay son, and he's walking across the U.S. to help him or something. I don't know. Don't ask me, but... He's like, it's because I, I didn't let make you bail the hay when you were a kid. <laughs> now you're a faggot? My you're, son's a faggot now? Your Mark Wahlberg is excellent. Thank you. That's so funny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and, I'm like, I hit the mark. <laughs> oh, this mark's the spot. Um, and uh, still, oh, Stillwater is the other one where Matt Damon... I don't think has a gay, he can't have a gay son in that one. I'm like, well, he can't have a gay son because I'm like, he, he'd have a heart, the kid. But, no. Um, no, Stillwater, he, he's a, it's his estranged daughter who's in prison for a murder she didn't do. Oh, okay. And he's an oil rig roughneck from Oklahoma. Hey, filmed in Oklahoma, filmed in Oklahoma. Ooh. Gotta watch it. I'm like, uh, rallying the troops to go see Unplugging. <laughs> Matt Walsh and uh, Eva Longoria. Yeah, we recently figured out that Unplugging is filmed in Oklahoma. And it's rated R. <laughs> I thought that was for families. From the trailer, I thought it was for families. Like, this whole family vacation's fucking ruined. They're like, I'm, I'm unplugging my vibrator. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> Matt Walsh's like, uh, how are we supposed to have sex now uh, without the help of the vibrator. <laughs> See, now we've only got my small penis. 
next one? I the the Ooh. sorry really quick the Made in Oklahoma movie that I'm most looking forward to is the Reagan movie with Dennis Quaid oh, as Ronald hell Reagan. Yes, it's got and I uh oh there's somebody in it. I have to, I have to see this because you can go ahead, but um, there is somebody that just got added to the cast that's like so such a crazy pick, um, oh, yeah. and it's just gonna, I just know it's going to be like the worst movie ever made. Hell yeah! Do we know who's involved? Um, Sean McNamara, that who name rings a bell. Like that they? kind of name rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he has ninety two directorial credits. Oh, he's like a for hire guy. Yes, okay. and he. Oh yes, oh yes. Okay, so he. His bread and butter is, um, TV movies, sentimental TV movies. Um, but he also did the latter day Baby Geniuses sequels no. and television series. It was like they were like in space or something. Yes, they were Baby like... Geniuses and the Space Baby. And then um yeah, this is and John Voigt, of course, his main Famous mode of employment is. is through the Baby Geniuses franchise. Hell yes. Um and I think he's probably in every one of the episodes of the TV show. <laughs> um but he also, yeah, uh, Baby Geniuses and the Treasures of Egypt. Jesus. <laughs> or genius. Genius. Um, but, of course, I think the, 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 the film that you would most know him for, um, big movie back in 2011, could be bought at Mardell, Soul Surfer. Oh, yes, <laughs> which has the hilarious poster yes. of just a huge shark bite taken out of the surfboard. That's yeah. funny. That is funny. I'm like, I know she got her arm bitten off or whatever, but that's a funny poster to have her, uh, just a huge bite on it. I'll take it out of the surfboard. Okay, so I did not know. Okay, I guess I thought Soul Surfer was a documentary, but this is... Maybe, I think there was maybe a documentary. This is the movie it. and But it's sort of Anna Sophia Robb. Anna Sophia Robb. I'm like, she was the first girl I wanted to be. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I was like... Yeah, um, Anna Sophia Robb. Like in Bridge to Terabithia, I wanted to be her so bad. <laughs> Bridge to Terabithia. Spiderwick Chronicles. I just wanted to be her because she died. <laughs> she got to die. Yeah. Die young. No, I'm just kidding. Live fast as well. Literally. Dennis Quaid is also in this one, so they have a long working relationship. Oh, wow. Helen Hunt and Carrie Underwood. Uh. And um, you can't have a faith-based movie without... Kevin Sorbo. Of course. I think Carrie Underwood's probably her mom. She's like, I'm a Soul Surfer's mom. <laughs> you might know my daughter, Soul Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but Soul Surfers. <laughs> That's great. Um. <laughs> This is a five-star letterboxed review. Okay. So, whoever the main actor is, they're going to want to fuck them. That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be honest, this film was very difficult to watch for me, but it was cathartic. And I think it made me love it even more. When they started the film with the credits, I knew I was in for a treat. <laughs> Wait. Okay, hold 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 your horses. When the movie started with credits, I guess it starts with the credits. When the movie starts with credits, 
I knew I was in for a treat. So I guess it starts with credits. Okay. What a crazy artistic... That <laughs> is crazy. Be. I can't believe that. I'm like, this is this must be the work of an, an artistic genius. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're treating, like, putting the credits at the beginning, like, it's all in one... The movie's all in one take or something. They're, like, really uh, marketing wow. it about it. <laughs> it's like, and you'll want to get there before the movie starts. <laughs> Don't miss. Yeah. Opening. <laughs> I forgot who said this, but I saw someone say that this movie, name of movie, is not a love story, but instead a story about love. Oh my god. That seems so simple, but it's so, so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> who thought that perspective would make a romance like this so profound? Because this film is profound. <laughs> All we have are two people. Two people in a relationship who love each other tear each other apart, put each other back together again, and then continue this cycle all in the course of one night. Oh <laughs> I'll compare it to Marriage Story in that there is no bias on either counterpart. Counterpart. There are times when you side with one character, and there are times when you side with the other character. That's the key to a great romance, especially when you were showing a love affair with cracks beginning to show. <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Um, well, I think I have already spoiled this one. <laughs> it's giving Malcolm and Marie. Yes, it is giving Malcolm and Marie. It is Malcolm and Marie. Another, another Levinson production. Yeah, Sam, his son, of Sam. Of the Sam variety. Samson. <laughs> um, who, of course, we all now know and love because of Euphoria. Because of Euphoria. <laughs> I love watching teens get strung out. I love sex. it. I'm like, I'm like, it's Ed Buck's favorite show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Got it turned on every night in the prison. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it for you, man. Oh, but the, uh, but this, but the acting is so good. It's so good, you guys. They're like always crying and screaming. It's really good. Like you can tell them that's good acting if they're crying and screaming and sobbing <laughs> and shaking and. <laughs> <laughs> watching a movie where every line is <laughs> listen alright this is the next movie it's a five oh, okay. star <laughs> five star from Letterboxd let me tell you yeah. listen <laughs> if a fucking robot can learn kindness and compassion then you hoes definitely have no excuse <laughs> lord for fans of I am legend and Wally, so they're also kind of giving a little Kind of helpful. Yeah, yeah. And that's the full, Appreciate that. the full review. Okay. It's a robot that learns kindness. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not. It's not Big Hero Six, is it? Not <laughs> Big Hero kidding. Six. It's um, Big Hero Seven. <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> Did I have to see Big Hero One through Five to get the yes. all of the story? Literally, yes, um, you do. Uh, and this isn't Mitchell versus the Machines because nope. that was twenty twenty. Mitchell versus the Machines. A critically acclaimed Mitchell's versus the Machines. <laughs> I think that was maybe um, even twenty twenty one. Oh damn! Yeah, I think that is true. Um, no, this is actually a live action one. Okay, it involves a robot. America's favorite everything. 
Oh, this is Finch. Finch. <laughs> this is Finch. Not Finch. And is Finch just chappy with Tom Hanks? Is that the gist of it? Or I think it is. I mean, he's just. I mean, it, well, it's kind of. I think it's like a post-apocalyptic one. But there's a, apparently from a lot of the reviews, there's also a dog that plays a prominent role. And everyone was you can't have a robot about the and dog a dog in a movie. Robot. <laughs> you can't have two characters that are a robot and a dog. Yeah, I'm like Pick talk one. about a pandemic sounding movie. Yeah, yeah, like it's a it's a great threesome. We've got one actor, one robot, and one dog. <laughs> I'm like the girls are running around with masks on. Without a girl, <laughs> stay, stay home. Uh, flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Come on, just wash your hands. Just wash your hands and all your groceries off. <laughs> I am still doing that. A <laughs> guy who's still washing all his groceries off. That's so good. <laughs> take all of the take all of the chicken breasts out and get a Clorox wipe and wash them down. <laughs> Spray them with like, the <laughs> squeezing out. <laughs> It adds a little lime flavor to it. Ooh. And you know it's fucking clean. <laughs> Alright, this next one. This is a one-star review from IMDb. Okay. Needed improv artists slash real people. <laughs> okay. Surprised by Neeson and Fishburne getting involved with this. The script would have read bad from the start. The first scenes involving a methane sensor is dramatic on its own due to the consequences. <laughs> Yet the script is written as mindless arguing, and the actors just repeat it smoothly. <laughs> Neeson and Fishburne's lines are the same mindless arguing, spoken smoothly. <laughs> I'm going to need to know more about this person's criteria before I make any judgments here. The premise of each scene is dramatic on its own. Dangers, consequences, lives involved, etc. <laughs> but it's all thrown away. Improv artists could have made it a hit. <laughs> he wishes that this all the lines are psychology is fascinating. It's a Del Close. No, it's a com okay. It's Del Close, but he acts like Glenn Close from Fatal Attraction. Female attraction. Is that what you said? I'm like, not paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> That's what you said. I didn't. <laughs> I also don't know who Del Close is. You don't know about Del Close? He no, was, he's, he's UCB. <laughs> oh. He's like the improv god. He's the god of yeah. improv. Damn. You Must be a yeah. crazy sus guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. It also just may, must be the most obnoxious person ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Professional improv guy. Glad I got out of the game on top. Gee. Well, you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, say the, what mm. this movie is. <laughs> okay, so it's Fishburne and Neeson. That is, but I, I'm like, what movie has Neeson made recently that 
you can say the name of off the top of your head. Well, that's actually the whole point of the list. <laughs> well, okay, okay, all right. But, <laughs> and, and Lawrence Fishburne, Larry to his friends. Uh, hmm. This is, <laughs> this isn't, uh, damn. And I really, I was looking at this movie and I couldn't believe, because I swear this, this exact movie came out like two years ago. Oh, yeah. It's not, it, it, does it involve a train? Is he on a train again? He's I feel not, like he's on a train every other movie. He's not on a train. Okay. He's on a boat? No. Plane? No. Tractor? <laughs> bigger. Uh, wheelbarrow? Uh, uh, bigger. Um, tank? Uh, tra uh, train? <laughs> no. Smaller than a train. Smaller than a train. Is it bigger than a bread box? Um, I'm like, yes. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> uh, is it bigger than a red box? <laughs> Playing in 2020. 2020 questions. <laughs> That's good. Is it bigger than a bread box? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, is it bigger than a sourdough starter would be the 2020. Uh, okay. Um, okay, I feel like I've exhausted all of the vehicle options. It's a big truck. It's a big truck. It's a semi truck. An wheeler But uh, the thing that it's interesting about this movie isn't exactly uh, the vehicle that he's driving. It's more uh, where it is that he's driving. Okay. Or what kind of... What, or this what isn't it is. an like, ice road maybe, trucker scenario, is it? Baby, it literally is. Okay, yeah. I'm and pretty sure... Yeah. But no, then this movie is just called, and you just said it... Ice Road? The Ice Road. No. Yeah, it's about a, he has to drive. Okay, yeah, but he did have a, a more... I think it was called Cold Pursuit. Yes. And it was, was like, like I think Laura Dern's his wife in that or one. something. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, and I I, I, was, I saw this and I was like, I thought this just... Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it sounds literally the same, I don't know. Well, and Cold Pursuit and The Snowman came out at the same time, <laughs> starring Harry oh, Hole. Yes. Harry Hole. <laughs> like, you kind of... I mean, change the name! Change the last name! You gotta change the name. It doesn't work. I mean, if you say, Harry Ole. Harry Ole. And then maybe it would work, but... but yeah, no. Harry Hole. <laughs> Harry Hole. I'm Harry Hole. Um, how'd that get uh, get get past uh, this? Tell me you! <laughs> <clears throat> the Ice Road. The Ice Road. Where gotta be again? I'm sorry. We're getting down to the wire. Last eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's always how it is with us. I know. <laughs> All right, time to get serious. All right, this is a five-star letterbox review. Okay. I'm going to kill myself in front of Anthony, <laughs> in front of Anthony and Joe Russo to change the trajectory of their lives forever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's a good review. And that's a five star. Five star, yeah. And a and a love. They love. They Wait. Loved it. Okay. Well, that seems. Okay. Yeah. Very strange thing to say. 
Because I can see that being a one-star review. It doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. Okay, either, so Joe and Anthony Russo, not directors of this movie, then. Or they are. <laughs> um, well, they are. Okay, and this came out in 21, so is this 21 Bridges? <laughs> no, nope, it is not 21 Bridges, um, but that is a good guess. Okay, and they also made... Like, this one exists almost maybe less than that. They also made Cherry... This is, is that what this is? <laughs> yep. Directed by two of the highest grossing directors of all time, starring like Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. He's like the biggest guy of all time. And bit bit peep peep peep. Yeah. I'm like I'm like not even the not even the not even the cricket saw that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nobody was stirring not even a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm like Yeah. Um well it crazy. did not look like something practically anyone would want to see. He's like, I'm an Iraq veteran with PTSD and I'm going to develop a drug habit and rob a bank. Yeah. Like, to fund my drug addiction that I have from the war. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Uh, let me no. know if I can do anything to help. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like let, me, <clears throat> let me send you a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's your, can I scan you or what? Uh, 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 or where's, you, where's do your Do you have money? a QR? Do you have a QR? Where's your QR? Where's your QR? Is it here? Here? Is your QR on you? Is, is it, it here? here? Is, is it here, here on you? <laughs> Show us. It'd be funny. The Mark of the Beast is not a barcode. It's a QR code. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. And the you whole... scan it and you show up at the gates of hell. Yeah. You go, oh. Oh, oh my god. All right. Um, where's the back button? Oh, yeah. I have... <laughs> 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 like, even from the gates. It's... <laughs> <laughs> lady at the office he's like I'm still a little cold <laughs> <laughs> I brought my blanket <laughs> got a big huge sweater also I remember at the call center there was a lady who brought in a fucking space heater and put it under her desk. ladies like, at HR love having a huge space I'm heater I'm like that sounds like a circulation problem <laughs> you sound like you have something medically wrong with like you you're sick it's 75 degrees in this room I don't know what's wrong with you but it's probably fine alright this next one oh uh, and Cherry the, the, um, the only thing I know about that movie is that um, they uh, uh, they released the the poster, and originally um, it was done in like this. F I feel like it was maybe even fake Cyrillic, or maybe it was just a font that looked like it was fake Cyrillic. But it like, it was so literally a bunch of people there. illegible. It was like you you could not read what it said, and so everybody was like, "What the fuck is this movie called?" Everybody would call it Chirk, because it looked like it was C-H-R-K. C-H-R-K, hell yeah. Chirk. Anyway. Steve Martin's little Chirk. <laughs> <clears throat> this next one, we got a half-star letterbox review. Whoa, alright. This is our first really bad one. Negative letterbox review. <clears throat> I don't want to suck this person off. <laughs> I would hate to have this person's cock in me. Bang me out. <laughs> yeah. Blow my back out three ways from Sunday. It's like, why is that about every movie? Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. They're like, and, and funny characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were some scenes that didn't add to the plot, though, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll lose the half a star. <laughs> I'm going to take away a half a star every time there's 
something that takes away from the plot. <laughs> like the, the people with the five dollars on the table <laughs> for the waiter are taking it away. <laughs> Experimental scene transition lasted five <laughs> seconds longer than it should have. Uh, yeah, five seconds of my life, I'd like back, please. You're going up to the, the person <laughs> where, like, I'm pimply teen working the <laughs> register. He's like, he's a, uh, he's like so overwhelmed because now it's just like you go in and there's like 50 people with their phones out, <laughs> yeah. a bunch of people QR who don't codes. have their phones out, <laughs> and they're like. They're like, uh, who has the tickets? Uh, yeah. uh, they've been waiting in line for 20 minutes. They get up and they're like, okay, who has the tickets? Uh, uh, <laughs> like, are you all serious? <laughs> yeah, I, I have to like, I, it's a whole ritual if I go to the movie theater because I have to like stop at the front doors before I go in, turn off my VPN to be oh, able to open, open up the, the AMC app. app. See, my way around that, turn the I screenshot up. the ticket while I'm still in the app. Oh. That way I can just pull up the picture. And I don't have to like, because every time I do the AMC app, it, it's like you click on it and it like takes too long to pull up. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And so I pay twenty five dollars a month for that. Yeah, and you <laughs> haven't seen a movie. Yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, 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 I've <laughs> significantly reduced my end of life wealth value <laughs> by just by paying for the theater and not going to see any movies. I'm like, if you, if you contributed $20 a month to your 401k you have a billion dollars by the time you retire but instead you paid AMC $20 and then didn't go see my my problem movies. didn't go see Cherry didn't go see Those Who Want Me Dead you didn't go see Blue Bayou my problem is that I'm, bar. I'm always investing in liabilities not assets Damn. what can I say <laughs> that's always the thing that those like grind set people say they're like um, here's things that poor people do that rich people don't. They go to Starbucks, okay? They don't take their lunch to work, okay? And most importantly, they buy liabilities, not assets. Uh, yeah, so. They're like, so. I'm not seeing everyone writing that down. You're rich now. Okay. You're, well, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing really poor because you're not writing that down. They're like, here's something oh. else rich people do is mm. they write the stuff I say down. Mm, couldn't afford a pen? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Here's something. Here's something that. Here's something that rich people do. They don't come to one of my things and not take notes. <laughs> yeah. and he, Dan Pena's got the gun out, <laughs> pointing at the people. Like, <laughs> you should have. Mom should have pulled you out with a end of a wire hanger. <laughs> yeah. It's like I paid sixty thousand dollars for this class for this guy to tell me that I should have rolled down the inside of my mom's leg. No, she's a sea <laughs> Some people like to pay a lot of money for that sort of treatment, though. Not me. Yeah, not me, though. <laughs> I, I don't like being degraded. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this one is a half-star review. Okay. A comprehensive list of five things. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. But a comprehensive a list of five things the people responsible for this affront to God... Oh should do in the next hour that would measurably improve the world. So you got all that? This is letterbox. This baby, of course. <laughs> yeah, yes. okay, okay. Yes. Uh, number one, Google the definition of manic pixie dream girl oh. and read it several hundred times. <laughs> Not somebody still being mad about manic pixie dream girl. And 
not also Manic Pixie Dream Girl stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, also. Yeah. Equally bad yeah. <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> um, I see both sides. <laughs> there was good people. Or there's bad people. <laughs> yeah. Two. While they're at it, close the Wikipedia summary for Brazil. Or at least read more than just the dream bits. So they're saying while they're Googling the definition of Manic Pixie Dream Girl, mm -hmm. they should close the, the tab Wikipedia they already have open for Brazil, for Brazil, which they have ripped off all the dream parts of, I guess, for this movie. Okay, it says, the Brazil the movie then? It must be Brazil okay. the movie. Because it says, or at least read more than just the dream bits. Okay. Number three. Have oh, the yeah, I forgot there were three more. Yeah. Yeah. Have the epiphany that cult movies are not made with the intent to be cult movies. Like, that's T. That is T. That's T. And bitch, this movie oh. looks so bad. Yeah. I'm For, like, that's another thing that I used to love. Cult, uh, capital letter cult movies. <laughs> Loved those. Loved, yeah, any... Yeah, this would have been the movie you wanted to see most of all <laughs> in 2010. Yeah. Um, and movies about movies. Almost never. Sometimes, sometimes they can be good, but almost never. Almost. Never. Almost never. Um, and all the ones people say are good yes, are not. True, true, true. Not ever those. Um, <clears throat> number four of five. <laughs> bring Ed bring Ed Wood back from the dead so they can seek the advice of a vastly superior filmmaker. Oh, this guy's really bad because even Ed Wood's vastly superior. Though. Right. Clever. Five, take a leisurely stroll across the late the closest available highway. <laughs> uh, take a long walk down the shortest available pier. <laughs> <laughs> Look up here on maps and <laughs> coming off a pier near you. Um, wow. Okay. Do they cap that with anything, or is that they just ended at number? Well, that's five? where my screenshot ended. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, wow. And th so this is a cult movie, in um, intended to be a cult movie. And this looks like one of the worst ones. Like, of all does time. Daniel Rad is Daniel Radcliffe in this? I'm like, <laughs> how I well can't be. believe he's not. <laughs> in it. Yeah, this looks even worse than that. Stuff. Uh, oh, remember that not, Good they, Omens show? Never mind. Oh. Or no, he was in the other one. The other one about heaven and. Yeah, he was in. Was he in the one with Steve Buscemi? Yes. Yes. Or he was. Oh. <laughs> yes. It wasn't even Good Omens. <laughs> it was the other one. Uh, what was that fucking called? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's like God is a wanker. Oh, or something like miracle that. workers, miracle wankers. Psst. Hell yeah! Oh, and it's still on season four. Yeah, and it's, it's an anthology out. show, I think. So like every season is different. So I think literally they were like, I don't know. You, they're like, but they're like God and angels on earth or something but they're silly and wacky in all sorts of different times yeah this one's the or time. Oregon Trail yes oh yes like how funny is that like how funny is it to be Oregon Trail that's pretty funny oh this movie it, it, is, can you tell me anybody who's in it because I will try to get this 
It's a bunch of no names. Any director? Well, it has a director, <laughs> but it's a bunch of it's all no names except but one of their names is so crazy. Okay. Okay, it's Kentucker Audley. A U D L E Y. Evie's drag drag sister. Yeah. But um, Kentucker. Kentucker. <laughs> Audley. And Albert Bernie are the directors. And this is like the most like weird oh, yeah. movie of I all hate those time. So um, oh, I don't know. Damn, I I cannot wait to hear what the title <laughs> of this is. This is <laughs> Strawberry Mansion. <laughs> no! Oh my god! I <laughs> where the people that, have like the bunny heads yes. on or whatever, and it's like it's like uh, I'm here to alter your dreams. Yes, and she's like, This is oh, how we do I... things in this fantastical future world of ours. <laughs> oh, my dreams are very interesting, but you're welcome to to look if you think <laughs> if you think if you think there's anything, anything worth <laughs> being interesting or life changing about them. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything you think might make you tear up, please. <laughs>